This is your host, T. This is your host, Tia. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Top 10. Why? Geek Vibes Nation. Geek Vibes Nation. 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 The Top 10. The Top 10. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Top 10 by Geek Vibes Nation. As always, I'm your host, Tia, and I have the amazing Brittany with me today. As always, how are you doing, Brittany? I was going to say, I always started out with talking about the cats, because apparently when I sit down to do a podcast, they're like, yes, good, you're trapped. Hello. Mother, <laughs> yeah, like all all five of them. <laughs> yeah, the cats leave me alone while I'm doing the top ten. I got Lady over on the couch there and everything. And of course the cats I feel like gravitate towards Paulie more and they're like, screw you. Um, so yeah, there you go. Well, we are in the basement, and we recently installed a uh, a microchip activated door so that only certain cats can come down here with us. So oh, that's smart. That's cool. So oh this God, is that this is a safe haven for our cat Melody, who is the biggest wimp in the world. She's my hippie cat. She's all like love and light, love and light. I'm like, will you just? beat the crap out of your brother once and then this will stop and she's like no i can't so oh, I love him. I can't. so she gets to she gets to be in the basement as much as she wants so at some point we'll probably hear the door click i apologize a little that's fine that's funny I, I should do that i should oh. do that because one of my cats likes to pick on all the other ones he's got to prove he's alpha Oh my gosh! It's I'm telling you, it's 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 a game changer. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, um, in our house, we have four cats, and there's definitely like an alpha hierarchy. There used to be one uh, Apollo who used to, I feel like, be the alpha, but he got asthma a few years ago, so now it's like oh. Jupiter is now the alpha, and he like can tell it. And you're like, Jupiter, stop being mean to Apollo, and it's like cats don't understand that. They're like, no, he has. They've had a rivalry since, like, birth, though. Like, ever yeah. since both of them were in the house. Didn't you say it was because Apollo was first and Jupiter came next? And yeah, Apollo was the first. About it. But, you know, a little boy. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Storm is a, he will be, uh, we're going to have a birthday part of, party for him. He will be one year old at the end of the month. Uh, but he's in his teenage years where he's like, I know everything and I'm the biggest badass and there's a new sheriff in town and everyone's like, will you just stop with this? <laughs> it, you know, I'm like, he's going to outgrow it. He's going to outgrow it. We just got to put a microchip door in to get Melody through this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we have a bunch of cat lovers today. For those who are listening only, we have an ama- amazing two guests with us today. I've talked very highly about the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast. I've been on the podcast three times, and as you know, I'm obsessed. And we have KJ and Jana from the Kind of Nerdy Girls podcast. Hello! Yay! Hey. So excited to be on your show. Thank you. I'm very excited, especially because we have a very exciting top 10 today. It's something that we all love. It's a subject that we can all talk in length about. And frankly, it should be a national holiday and is the top 10 Chris Evans roles. Yay! Yay! (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I will tell you, Tia, this is very, it's very fitting when you say it should be a holiday because uh, Captain America's birthday is July 4th. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming up uh, in July, it will be our second annual Chris Miss in July, where we do the 12 days of Chris Evans movies. So mm-hmm. this is all perfect timing to, to, to kick off our, our holiday season of celebrating Chris Evans. Dan and Tony, Brittany, that they have, like, not only do they have Christmas, but they have a Chris Evans update on their podcast. I'm like, we need to start doing that. Like, believe me, <laughs> I will tell you that when I was on your podcast, I was like, hmm, what are some tips that I can bring over to the top 10? <laughs> <laughs> if you need me to do a weekly, like, drop it in, and now here's KJ with the Chris Evans update. The Chris Evans I can update. be like, you guys, the Chris Evans update is now syndicated. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I need an update for like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I, I was oh, like, she's uh, that, that's, I, I do have an obsession, but you know what? I, I'm not ashamed of it, Tia. I won't take the slander from you. <laughs> I love Let Jeffrey me... Dean Morgan too, so it's fine. If you go back into our, is that, have we posted it? I think it's in the classic episodes yeah, on. The classics. Are you talking about where he tweeted us? He, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I Gosh, we're going to get so off topic. But Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan, Brittany. We did an episode, and actually, I think it's still on YouTube. Yes, it's, you could, so it's way, way back on our YouTube channel. I'll have oh, to go man. find it. But we were doing an episode where, I don't know, for whatever reason, we were talking about cheese and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's beard. And I, <laughs> I like, I, I don't know why. I, so the tweet was like, listen to the new kind of nerdy girls where we uh, nerd out about cheese and Jeffrey D. Morgan's beard. And he tweeted back at us and was like, I love cheese too. But I'm a little disappointed that my beard didn't get its own episode. So then we did a whole episode tributing Jeffrey D. Morgan's beard. That's amazing. I would have died of happiness. I just, there's just a, a thing about, um, older men and playing villains that i'm just all about i get oh, it girl yes. so, there, you. so there's two things that britney loves and i feel like you guys need to know this before we move on oh, one, no. being, <laughs> one being of course jeffrey d morgan and the other being she loves the movie silence of the lambs uh she loves <laughs> hannibal whether it be anthony hopkins playing him or mads mickelson playing him. okay that was my first uh childhood crush was hannibal lector so oh my god i just feel yes. like kj and shauna need to know it's like any <laughs> any top 10 we do if she can throw in that movie or the character she will do it wow <laughs> would you you would be disappointed if i didn't have the yeah. She was like top ten romances. So I was like Hannibal Lecter and uh, Clarice. No. And no, like, no. <laughs> every time, every time, if it if it's anything like best villains, Hannibal Lecter. Um, uh, like I can't remember what one of them. Oh, best TV show, Hannibal. And I was like, every one of it, it's like if it if it's there, I will fit it in. She will oh fit it God. in. So. Just want to I am I am that. interested to see how you fit Hannibal into our top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I challenge you. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to think. I was like going through like the list in my head, and I was like, "Who's he?" And I'm like, mm, "I'll figure out something." <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Before we jump right into the top 10, of course, you always know that I got to give a huge shout out to our friends over at Stranger Damies. Uh, they are amazing friends of ours, Dan, um, Mark, and Ant. They do a D&D podcast every single Wednesday. Make sure you check them out, Instagram and Twitter at Stranger Damies. Uh, they also have an, another amazing podcast called They Call This a Movie, where they break down uh, pretty shitty movies throughout the years, but they do it in a very hilarious way. So please make sure you check them out. Tell them that Tia and Brin- Brittany sent you. Um, and before we get into the list, I do want to shout your guys' podcast out, The Kind of Nerdy Girls Podcast. It's very near and dear to my heart. It's amazing. You guys are amazing. So if you want to take a second to promote yourselves i know usually we do these sort of things at the end of the podcast but i want to do it now so there you go oh well thank you uh well uh jonna i'm gonna ask you to describe our show but while you try to get those words <laughs> together because words are hard uh i will tell you that the the the, the foundation of the kind of nerdy girls was um the fact that i i work in um I work a lot of comic cons. I work for a company called Celeb Photo Ops and I've coordinated a lot of podcast marathons and I just got so irritated that every, every single podcast that seemed to do with anything geek culture was a bunch of dudes. And I was like, well, like I talk about this with my girls, so there needs to be more of this. So I'm so glad that you ladies have your podcast because women need to be out there being like, we love this stuff. We love, you know, we love Marvel. We love to trash DC. If you love DC, have your own podcast. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it really was about, you know, uh, uh, representation. And it's not that we don't want dudes on our show because producer Patches is with us. We just wanted uh, a full community where no matter where you uh, land in your nerdiness, whatever it is, that there's a safe place that you can celebrate that and have fun with it. Um, so our show is very positive and, and fun. And our Facebook group is called the kind of nerdy network. And it doesn't matter. Like people will hop in there and say, Hey, has anyone seen this anime show? And even if none of the 1200 people have seen it, somebody's going to be like, I have it, but tell me about it. We want to know about it. So, um, it's a really wonderful, uh, little community to join on Facebook. Jada, how would you describe our show? Our show is, (laughs) um, just some women who love nerdy things, but we don't get into like canon and we only kind of know stuff about things. (laughs) (laughs) That's really what it is. Like we can't, we're kind of nerdy. So we only know probably about this much about what we're talking about. Whereas everyone else knows this much. Yeah. We're not a deep dive show. <laughs> and I appreciate I that. It. As you know, if I was entertained, that's all that matters. Um, right. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if you've ever guessed it on a show where all of a sudden they start like going into that and you're like, oh, oh I'm yeah. on the wrong show. Yeah. It's it brought like, me up. joy. Like that's as far as I can get. It brought me joy. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear us a lot on there. Like, let me Google that really quick. That's exactly how I feel like I am. But let's get into the top ten. As always, Brittany, you're gonna kick it off for us. You know, let's show our guests how it's done. We are doing the top ten Chris Evans roles, and Brittany, what is the number ten? I think you're gonna hate me right off the bat. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, Brittany, oh, I may uh, hang up on you if I think this is going where it's going. <laughs> That's why I said you need, another... 
Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, actually, I was going with not another teenage movie when he ch- plays uh, Jake Wilder. <laughs> Uh, and my reason for it is because when I was, you got to remember, I think uh, this movie came out 2001. So I was seven years old. And my thing about the movie is what I was obsessed with, like, those kind of teenage movies where there's like, oh, the girl has like, you know, this, uh, this butter, I was gonna say butterfly effect, but that sounds weird. This metamorphosis <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> And I remember as a kid, you know, my mom was like, you want to watch this movie with me, even though there's some parts you cannot watch. And I was like, yes. And so to me, at first as a kid, I was like, this movie's really weird, but I guess it's kind of exactly like all those movies I like. And I didn't get it was a parody at first. And I know that sounds ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, instead of, you know, because it was like a, you know, me and Tia just talked about uh, 10 Things I Hate About You and, uh, you know, Mean movie. Girls. And oh, all yeah. That. Yeah. And so I was sitting there and I was like, I got to look it back through because I was like, man, I was like, I've, I've seen, you know, things with Chris Evans and I love Chris Evans. But I was like, man, I was like, most of my experience with him was when I was much, much younger, when he was just the pretty stupid boy in movies. <laughs> and so... I was going to say, I think people forget that Chris Evans has been around as long as he has. Like, with everyone thinks, yeah. oh, he's, like, new with Captain America. I'm like, Chris Evans has been around. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's the thing. It's like, like, when I was looking back, I was like, you know, he either, like, looking back then, he, I love when, um, how was it called? Like, the chin strap. That was so popular back then. Oh, where it's like yeah. everything oh, shaved yeah. except for the <laughs> yeah. on the jaw. And I was like, man, I think I've literally, you know, time's done you good. I've noticed that a lot with a lot of male actors. They'll be in their like quote unquote prime, and I'm like, I'm not messing with you until you're over fifty. Or <laughs> the other side, not that he's fifty, but you get what I mean. He'll but be forty um, this month. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. His birthday's coming His up. Birthday's <gasps> coming up. Happy birthday, Chris Evans. I guess it's just for that movie. It was just so goofy. And Jake Weiler was just like the epitome of like the douchebag that's like, oh, I'm going to convince this girl to fall in love with me. But oh, no, I've caught feelings. And oh, no, you know, I'm the douchebag. It's like, it's just so ridiculous. You know, he had his stepsister (laughs) that's constantly trying to get with him. He's got, you know. The mean girl, what was her, I can't remember her name, but she was supposed to be, like, mean girls, like, you know, the pinks, and, like, mm-hmm. they were, I think the main girl was actually, like, not the main girl, but that girl he was in love with, it's, like, I want to almost say that she was smarter than him, but, like, in the, the like, popular way, and he's, like, trying to win his popularity, back. I don't know, the movie was just so ridiculous, and I think I just remember it being, him and the main girl, which I don't remember her name, were just so ridiculous together. It just ended up being one of my favorite performances of his because that movie never makes me not laugh. That's true. So, that is, yes, it's a good one. So before I hop over to KJ and John, I just want to say, speaking, Brittany, speaking about 10 Things I Hate About You, remember how we talked about the scene where Heath Ledger is singing, you know, you're just too good to be true, can't take my eyes off you on the bleachers? Yes. Is I it? Think- is it so iconic? But is it not another teen movie when he starts singing "Jamie's Got a Gun" and literally yes. just security's like, "Got a gun!" So it's like, oh, okay. it's, 
it definitely took like inspiration from all those movies. I love not another team movie for its ridiculousness and because Chris Evans was damn fine in that. So <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's the iconic banana scene in the whipped cream and everything. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, I, oh, I no. saw the other day it like popped up in my my feed shocking that uh Facebook knows to show me Chris Evans videos, but it was the <laughs> it was when he was on he and uh Scarjo were on Ellen and they were doing trivia, but really every trivia just led to like another another scene of him basically being nearly naked and she would put like Ellen would put his these stills on the screen and he was so every time he was so embarrassed like is this really happening I'm like you like you do these scenes like you know like we're gonna see these and we're gonna have these forever but then to watch him be like I can't believe I did that he's having an out-of-body experience those days he just pretended it didn't happen or at least um so he could play it just play stupid he was also so young in Hollywood too so he was just like okay I'll just do whatever it is to get me on the map right exactly so to that point John I do think I remember seeing something like years ago before he got like the Captain America role where he said that he was tired of doing photo shoots and movies where he was nearly naked because it really just was, oh, you're a piece of meat, like go up on screen and everything like that. So, you know, we respect Chris Evans, obviously. Um, but John, he did what he had to do early on. We don't, he judge. did what he had to do, just like <laughs> Sylvester Stallone did what he had to do to get into Hollywood. That's right. what it is. But, um, <laughs> Shauna and KJ, what do you think about Chris Evans in Not Another Teen Movie? Uh, I mean, I'm total. I I I feel your sentiment. Like it's like you know, he was doing what he needed to do, and he did it well. You know, I mean, he was absolutely that like over the top douchebag that 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 role needed to be. And so I, I'm the same way. I I did not um, see it until much later. And so it was, uh, it was, it, it was joyful for me to like go back and, and I'd seen like the memes and gifts and stuff like that, where I like, I knew about the scene with the whipped cream and stuff, but like to, to have seen him as, and this is how late it was. I saw, I, he was already Captain America before I went back and watched that oh, movie. Wow. So to like go back and watch that movie after seeing his transformation into Captain America, I'm like, this is just like. This is just pure pleasure right now. Like, this is so fun to watch Chris Evans. I know that he probably would never do something like this again. And it was early in his career again. But, like, how much fun to just watch him, just watch him be a douchebag. For such such a smart guy, he plays stupid so well. He does. He really does. And he he did it in Not Another Teen Movie. Like, the seriousness on his face in every single scene was just, I was like, you were so committed to this character, aren't you? Because that scene where she's like painting the picture of her and her mom and she's, he's like, who's that? She's like, it's my mom. He's like, you have her eyes. And they're just like stick figures with like big ass hands. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> was so serious. Like you have her eyes. I'm like, what? <laughs> that is true. So much. He was so committed to being like that dumb. <laughs> Yes, he was very committed. Well, we love him for it. And Brittany, that is an amazing way to start off the top 10. I almost forgot about that role. So thank you. Um, I'm going to move over to Jonna. uh, And why don't you give me what you think deserves the number nine spot? 
Ooh. Um, I'll say the perfect score. I just watched it the other day. Oh, that's Aww. such an oldie Aww. but goodie. Uh, yeah, it is. I, lo- I watched it for the first time while I was at work, and it. I was like, I mean, the plot of it was okay. I guess these kids trying to steal the SAT answers, which I thought was a very odd plot for a movie. But just you have when such you're... a great cast, though. Like you got Chris Evans, you got Scarlett Johansson, like, and you know, then they all, you know, spoiler, they all decide not to cheat on the test, which was fantastic. But like, I just, I just think that that was it was a good movie. But I mean, Chris Evans wasn't the focal point of the movie. But I, I thought that it was it was a good movie for what it was supposed to be. So I will say that the Perfect Score came out in two thousand and four. So I was fourteen at that point. So it's like, I almost like related with that. It's like, if I could steal the answer to the SAT. Because <laughs> they made such a big deal about the SAT. So it's like, I think that's why I like that movie in that sense. But mm-hmm. that's right. Him and Scarlett Johansson, haven't they been in like four movies together? They've been in a million yes. movies together. Yes, yeah. they have. Yeah, they basically, they're both their entire acting careers, they've, they've just done a ton of stuff together, mm-hmm. which I think is what, you know, really led to um, some of the, the the best moments through the MCU is because the two of them, the two of them have, have been together for so long that they knew how to bring out what they needed to in both of those characters and make those scenes so impactful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Brittany, have you seen the perfect score? I actually got so excited because a, a small, small story. Um, I sat there, and when you said a perfect score, I was like, "Wait a second. I was like, "Let me, let me look this up real quick. Let me see if I've seen this." And I sat there, and the other day, I remembered this movie. I didn't remember who was in it. I remember <laughs> this movie, and I couldn't remember the name of it because I loved it when I was younger. I was like, "Oh, this is a good movie," and. Uh, I was sitting there and I kept getting it confused with the movie where um like oh like the hijacker one like with like where it was totally inaccurate about like like um sorry like the hacking one like how uh computer hacking is actually done and we were talking about it in the IT department and I was sitting there and I was like what is this movie what is this movie so when you said it I was like oh my god that's amazing except (laughs) um Tia the one thing that always confuses me is (laughs) from arkansas i've never actually taken the sat it's all ACT uh, here, but uh, i felt like i could relate in a way it's I was a like, it's a big uh test that they make it seem as if it is like the epitome of your life like you'll be 50 and telling people what you made on the sats yeah. and then it's like you get to college and it's like no one could give a flying fuck <laughs> that that is. SAT is. they don't even make people take the sat anymore they don't, they don't? No. what oh, a bunch of garbage I'm sure yeah i don't like that. So, I, don't I will that. <laughs> i will uh say Brittany. i grew up in in wisconsin which is also an act uh state so i i feel you there like when that movie was out i was like what how come the act doesn't get like, yeah, any love? like, like no one cares about the ac no like, one cares. Like, i didn't ask to live in a state where they made the act the test like can i get some recognition here no. they said they said fewer numbers what's what that Brittany? I was saying, like I said, it didn't get the same respect because they score it in higher numbers. And they're like, you know what? We're not going to go, you know, 20 something, 30 something. You know, we got, what, what does the, the SAT go up to? Like 
It's like thousands, yeah, right? Like fourteen hundred stuff like that. Fourteen hundred, the perfect score, I think. I thought they raised it to like twenty four hundred now. It was like it was like at sixteen hundred, I think, when I took it. But I could have sworn they raised it after high school. All I know is. All of high school, ever since like freshman year, it's like they drilled it into you. It's like you'd be learning vocabulary words, and they're like, "This is an SAT word," and you're like, "There, you're ready." And then I'll go on tell you. I remember I made a twelve hundred, uh, which is not very Ooh. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was, See, I was from, also somewhere around there so from the from the girl that took the ACT who scored a twenty seven. I'm like, "Wow, twelve hundred. You're like, "No, that's not good." <laughs> That's why I uh, went to a community college because community colleges don't look at SAT scores. They couldn't give a shit about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to get in. I'll take the placement test because um, I don't know if for you guys where you are, if they do that with community colleges, but our community college is like you take a placement test. So they see like where you're at. And then when you go to the next college, then they just look at what you did in the community college. So I'm like, I don't even give a shit about this SAT crap. So, you know, (laughs) there you go. But I do love uh, a perfect score. I haven't seen it probably in over 10 years. So I feel like now is a perfect time to revisit it. So I just love the fashion and the perfect score. Because it's that early 2000s, just like. I'm just like, oh, God, did we actually dress like that back in the day? My goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we did. But do you see... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Brittany. Oh, no, you're... I was just saying, like, for that movie, it's like... I'm trying to remember exactly, like, the characters individually. I do remember... Did did it not end? Tell me if I'm wrong, because it's been so, so long. Didn't they have, like, an ending thing? Like, you know how, like, movies used to do the little montage at the end? It's like, so-and-so ended up at this college. Yes. And, you know, the, I yeah. did it not have that. Like, illegally blonde. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It did. it did have one of those. <laughs> perfect. I love it. The thing I remember the most about a per- The Perfect Score was there was one character, it may have been ScarJo's character, but, again, it's been so long, that she was painting her nails with, like, whiteout. And like me being like fourteen and all punk, and I was like, "That's so cool." She's not even using, <laughs> she's not even using nail polish. She's using white out. That's so cool. I like Scarjo's character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. God's face. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's why I like Scarlett Johansson. Not from a face the mom. It's not a face mom. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> but uh, Jonna, great job with the number nine. KJ, I'm going to move to you. What is your number eight? Okay, so I do want to say that this is stressing me out a little bit because there's so many great roles and I'm like, what if I say something right now, but then one of the other roles that I wanted to make the list, I like didn't get in soon enough and I don't have time. So I'm really out of it. I'm, I'm very- sorry. I'm not trying to stress you out. I, I should say that Brittany and I always say that our list isn't really a linear list. It's, okay. You know, okay. It's all there. <laughs> all right. Well, because I do know now that uh, Brittany is such a big fan of, of JDM, and this is one of the movies that I would like to be on the list, I'm going to throw it in right now, and that's The Losers. Oh, oh love that movie. Oh, oh my gosh. Such a, I mean, such a great movie, and Chris Evans just did such a good job in that role as as Jensen where, you know, and it's so funny because it opens up and he's kind of doing the patriotic 
talk and it's kind of making fun of the his Captain America role. Like it's poking <laughs> at it. And then he's so like he's not Captain America, but he also even though he's kind of a jackass, he's got this huge heart. And I just thought he like played that role so well. And it's so endearing to see him cheering on his niece's team and wearing the pink, you know, Petunia t-shirt. And I just like, it, it was, it just seemed like a role where he really got to like show both sides of like, it was almost like a transition from these like kind of douchey characters into this, like, I, I have substance, right? Like, He's more dirty, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, I mean, him dancing in the elevator. I mean, he just—it was like all the things that Chris Evans is good at, all in one in one role. Um, Just absolutely adored that that movie. Yeah, it was very nice seeing that softer side of him, where because normally it's like I'm the big, bulky, I go, I am super buff dude. Look at me, and it's like I love those. Trust me, I love those. But I'm just saying, it's a little nice to see kind of like that. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um, like just a different side of him to see more of like the smart guy, the goofy guy, the one that's just having fun in the ro- role instead of just like the, the the exact like centerpiece of the movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there you go, Brittany. You got your Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there. You know, I looked up, I said, I said, sorry, I said, Sir Anthony Hopkins and um, and Chris Evans, and I can't find anything. I don't think they've ever been together. <laughs> but um, freaking uh, The Losers has such a great cast, right? You do have yes. JDM, Chris Evans, Zoe Saldana. Um, was Idris Elba? Idris Elba. So it's like you have this amazing cast. Um, and I love it. I love these. Like I love the Marvel universe. Um, DC. No. Um, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) say that for when you're on the kind of nerdy girls again. Trash and DC over on the kind of nerdy girls. (laughs) But I like when we can take a break from like the Marvel superhero to other comic book things that aren't as serious. They're a little bit more edgy. Um, and I loved Chris Evans' character in this. As you said, he's so outrageous and he does it so well. I mean, he stands out in that movie. Um, and I just love his look. I love his acting. Isn't there that scene where he's like, you know, pretending to like be like telekinetic and everything, but in reality, yes! it's like, it's like <laughs> I love that. I love that. It was so good. It's such a great movie. Um, yes. I like what you said, Brittany. Like that, you know, that he was he was kind of nerdy. You know, not to like. Chris Evans is kind of nerdy, um, but it was, it was like this fun. He was, a, he's, he's a nerd. He's kind of a dork, but he still has this like swagger with the ladies and like, and, and then he's got, you see, you see the huge heart that he has as well. It just, it, it, and, and to be doing what he did with that huge cast around him and still stand out uh, that, that to me, it just really showed his range and his, his, his capabilities as an actor. And it was fun to watch it. Yes, I agree because I think like one thing is like oftentimes like for me and Tia especially we we often end up liking the side characters even more than the main characters. Mm -hmm. Though JD Morgan is the (laughs) the main, so I can't I can't fully say that. But (laughs) come on, Brittany, come on, you know that Chris Evans, Chris Evans shine brighter than JD. I can't come to the Chris Evans. I'm trying to swim. Satan. I am trying to stay 
with J.D. Morgan and you're trying to do this to me. The girl knows what she likes and she likes J.D. Morgan. But <laughs> and Sir Anthony Hopkins and Matt Nicholson and Asha. <laughs> done- Rinsall. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, really oh. quick, Brittany. This is such a random interjection, but KJ has met both John Bernthal and Lee Pace. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to fight you. Never in the moments that I was standing with them was I like, I am doing this specifically to ruin Brittany's life. <laughs> you know what? I think I think you you know what I don't believe you I think you, are, you have like some kind of like future vision and you went oh, you know that girl I'm about to ruin her career wait KJ do you all right at some point do you have the picture of you and Lee Pace because I just love the height difference it's continuously I, like I do Jada can you right next to the Thor Ragnarok poster right there okay. you'll see me and Lee Pace it is it's the most awkward photo I've ever taken with a man. He is way too tall. Um, I've never posted this on on any social media because honestly, where my head is is just so like he's leaning over. Oh, Can you see that? <laughs> you see? He is leaning over, and I am sta- I have heels on, and I am standing at like oh, tiptoes. Because legitimately, like my my eyes and his crotch are they're they're <laughs> at the same level. And is so, that a bad place to be? It, is it, I mean, is it no, true? but it was but it was awkward because I adore him um, so, and I was working his I was working his booth, so I was like, as soon as all of his photo ops are done, like I'm the one that comes in and so, I've stopped showing it to you because it's so awkward. Uh, I'm the one that's gonna go in and be like. Mr. Pace, you're done. You did a great job. Thank you so much. And, you know, like, can I get a picture? And, like, as soon as I walked in to do that, like, he knew I wanted a picture. I knew I wanted a picture. But both of us knew it was going to be the most awkward picture. And so it was like, ah, just take the I picture. Oh, my God. Like, that. oh, my God. No, I can't. I love, and I, I, thank it's you so much, KJ, for, for humoring me there. It's just it's my favorite picture. Like, it really is. If you I will give you permission to you if you decide you want to post this as a video highlight. I just it never in my life can bring myself to show the picture of how awkwardly Pace and I are standing next to each other. It's so endearing, though. I love it. Like, I never used to think, oh, that's awkward, or, like, laughing at you or him or anything. It's just it's so, the, the, just, the okay. height difference is so comical. I didn't it's realize ridiculous. how tall he was, because, like, yeah, he looks, like, imposing as Ronin, right? But you would right. assume that you assume that they did that on purpose, right? And like maybe he's yeah. in the Chris Evans like height or something like that. And then when you look it up and it's like six foot five or something, it's like holy shit! <laughs> this guy. I t- I'm awesome telling man. you guys, that's a, that is a low estimate. He's seven eight. <laughs> I swear to God, like I walk in the room and I was like, "There is no way this man is this tall right now." Like he can he can see over the curtains of the photo uh, booth, which are nine feet curtains. I swear to God. Like, <laughs> and, and again, like I said to you, like it was shocking because not in any of his roles have I ever thought that guy is so tall. Yeah, until no. I was right there with my four eleven self going. Well, this is going to be weird. <laughs> I, I will say like one last thing. Like I again, 
assumed he was definitely in like the six foot one range or something, but because he always seems to have roles with people who are like shorter than him. Like I'm yeah. a huge, I'm a huge fan of the actor Scoot McNary. I don't know if you know who he is. He's been in like a ton of things. If you looked at his filmography, I love Scoot. And him and Lee, like Lee Pace and Scoot McNary are in the show Halt and Catch Fire, which is a very good show I talk about all the time. And Scoot McNary is like on the shorter side. So when they show them, it's like you just assume it's because Scoot is like shorter, but you never think it's like, oh, it's because Lee Pace is literally like a giant. So. Right. Well, and that's what I thought too. Like I loved Pushing Daisies, you know, but he's opposite Kristen Chenoweth and she's tiny. So there was right. never a question i was never like he must just be gigantic it, uh, you know <laughs> until i was there until you <laughs> prepare yourself there. Brittany. i guess <laughs> someday you will walk into a room with lee pace and you will be so glad that i warned you for all of the things you weren't <laughs> expecting that, that's the thing is i'm really really hoping because it's like uh and tia can tell you there's a lot of times it's like it seems like every time i want to get a photo up with some with somebody something happens because i loved uh mark shepherd uh you oh, know yes. Supernatural. Oh, like, and you know his wife went into labor right when i was supposed to like <gasps> the day before but we were at the uh, convention to go get photos and i was like man there's so many people but you know between them like i just want a photo with uh john bernthal or jd morgan or just i think i, I would take anyone at this point but honestly never mind. honestly Brittany, that that was like I know you really wanted a photo op with Mark Shepard. But oh, kind I did love mine though. But it did kind of work out because the guy who replaced him was Tom O'Penniket, the guy who played Goodrill in like, Supernatural, and oh, that yeah. was a great photo op. So I appreciated that. But um, yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Back to Chris Evans, please. Back to Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great pick uh, for number eight, uh, Jensen from The Losers. I'm going to hit number seven, and I'm going to do Andy from Defending Jacob. Um, yes. Oh, listen, yes. our man's Chris Evans can do it all. He could be yes, heroic. Did, girl. <laughs> My man understands the role. Okay? He, understood, he understood the assignment. <laughs> he yes, could be funny. He could be heroic. Right. And he can be serious as shit. When they were um, promoting Defending Jacob, I was like, this looks really interesting. This looks like something we really haven't seen. Well, I'll have a few other roles in later down this list where it's like, yeah, he can be serious. But, like, Defending Jacob was so good. Like, uh, the freaking tenseness and, you know, you, you were on the edge of your seat every episode. And I watched that weekly. I was like, Same. who, who yep. did it? You know, it. And just seeing uh, Chris Evans as this, like, loving dad, and he's this successful lawyer, and then to slowly see things just tumble down where he's defending his kid, and, you know, he's then dealing with uh, his former colleagues against him. He's dealing with the fact that his wife doesn't believe that his son is innocent, and just seeing everything spiral out of control was just such a great um role for him and i'm telling you i felt so bad for andy at the end of that freaking show i was like it was so intense um i freaking loved it but kj and jana it seems like you guys watched defending jacob so i'm gonna definitely go to you guys and ask like what do you think of him as andy i loved it i i literally sat and it was just perfect timing because we were in quarantine when it came out 
So it was just kind of like, oh, well, what else am I going to do besides watch something that Chris Evans is in? Oh, exactly. It was just so, oh my God, that scene in the car where he's like, did you kill him? Did you kill him? And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, oh man, with all of this range, I just can't do it anymore. (laughs) It was just so good. And I mean, like you, I mean, you're rooting for him and you're rooting for the fact that, oh no, Jacob didn't kill this kid. Like he couldn't have. Like, you know, he's he's just like a little bit. I don't know. I, I was pretty convinced yeah. from like the chat. I was, I was like, I was like, like there was there was a couple of times where I was like, okay, maybe he did kill that guy. Maybe he did kill I him. think that was the beauty of the show because sometimes I mean I was so stressed the entire time Same. watching this. Like, oh, it's just like I don't even like what am I doing? I shouldn't be watching this. I'm gonna keep watching this. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I need to stop this. But it was I still to this day, like sometimes I'm like still i'm still not sure he didn't kill that like, I, i'll just like i'll like randomly think about that. it yeah it's you watch it again no i never want to watch it again <laughs> it was never so, but it was amazing because both chris listen i know this is a chris evans podcast but i do have other uh hollywood crushes as well and pablo schreiber <laughs> was also in that so it's like you know we had the best of both worlds there um yeah britney I know that you didn't watch Defending Jacob, but I'm sure I've told you about it. I'm sure I've sent you clips and everything. So what do you think about my pick? I was going to say, you have to understand, when she was watching the show, every, like, every time she's like, Brittany, I don't know if he actually did it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, her pure, like, like, just amazement. She's like, I'm so sure he did it. I'm so sure he did it. And then one day she'd be like, you know, I'm not so sure. I mean, what if he didn't? But, you know, for, for Chris Evans' character, you know, I really hope, you know, he didn't uh, do well, it. Because and I, I feel bad for Chris Evans' character because yeah. it's like he had this bad childhood. We got a little bit, first of all, his uh, scenes between him and J.K. Simmons. Oh, so good. Yeah. Amazing. So, so good. good. And so yeah. you're like, all right, he, you know, grew up this really bad upbringing and he just wanted like this nice life, this little cozy, you know, existence in their nice little house and everything. And this freaking kid, of course, ruined it by being a psychopath. But it's mm-hmm. like you still That'll don't, do <laughs> That'll do it, right? And you still don't <laughs> fully know if he did it or not. Because again, spoiler alert, like, yeah, he confessed. To killing her but it was when his like mom was driving at like what 150 miles per hour on like oh, a radio right because right. yeah. you know? yeah. <laughs> right. then you're like well of course he's at this point of course he's gonna say whatever she she wants him to hear and say he did it so he's like oh, I did it you're like ah and then they hit the freaking yeah. side of the bridge i want y'all to know how stressed i was watching that scene like i was just laying in my bed and i was like okay she's speeding up a little oh no oh no oh no oh god and then it just smacked into the wall oh no i was like everybody's dead now oh my god it was terrible yeah i mean you did you felt like you were in the car and everyone gave such great performances but i think that you know what what stood out about about the show is even though you are in the space of the did he do it? Did he do it? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. But you're seeing it through the eyes of Andy and you're stressed about it because you don't want Andy to be hurt. Like you're like, I got the protective bubble around Andy. And how does this is a no matter how it goes at this point, this is a freaking mess. This is destroying him, you know, and that so that was kind of like what I thought was really 
um, cool about how they told the story is that it's not just a, you know, a, a, a murder mystery type of thing. You're, you're getting in the head of a father who at this point, even if the kid's innocent, the damage that has been done, that, that, you know, the psychological issues that this kid has, there's no way that it, it that, that this comes out where Andy's okay. You know, and that's, that's the stress behind it. One of my uh, favorite one of my favorite scenes from that show is him and the female cop, right? Where, you know, they had obviously worked together and I guess he's trying to ask her like to, you know, help him out. Like we're friends or something. She's like, are we though? Like, have you ever invited me over to your house? Have I ever had dinner with your family? You know? And I'm like, that's, I, I don't know why I just love that little scene where it's like, Andy really was just grasping at straws being desperate. And it's like, we get it this is your kid, but you're also a lawyer and you should know how the procedures go, but it was so good. I love defending Jacob. Um, I don't know if it's getting a second season or not because it's based on a, no, right. Because it's based on a book and they already finished like what the book did. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily know that you would want to go back to it. I think revisiting that takes away from the actual story that was told takes away from the ambiguity of the ending. And honestly, I don't want to see that kid ever again. Well, he did it. He didn't do it. He's freaking like he's a he's a hot mess that needs a bunch of counseling and probably needs to not be in public. Man. So, I don't yeah. Let's just talk about how fine my man was looking in those suits though. Like, let's talk about that. Uh, how about that beard? How about that beard? Oh, that beard. Yes, girl. Okay. I'm a clean-shaven Chris Evans girl. Uh, so there were a lot of talks uh, about his beard while defending Jacob was going on. It was looking real fun. Nice I thought so. Up. I thought so. The only, the only thing that I'm not the biggest fan of Chris Evans is his li- and listen, I think long hair looks good on some guys like Loki and freaking Thor, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Chris Evans, when he had like the middle part with a little bit of like long hair, I wasn't really uh, yeah. feeling it. I like slick no. back long hair better mm. than I yeah. like the middle part long hair, but but I, he was rocking that Evans, like no matter what he looks like he was rocking that in um the one where he like ran a resort and everything like that oh, but it was um red diving uh, something or uh something. red sea diving resort yeah that was a good that was a good movie it was good but i didn't like the hair yeah, yeah <laughs> that that's just... it's not a good look for him yeah that and when he did that uh broadway show and he had the mustache, the mustache uh, yeah. Ugh, I should have uh, just said that. <laughs> you know what though not for nothing so like really quick like two or three it was like two years ago um during like a no shave November I did this list like honoring all the great mustaches in Hollywood oh, God. and I did put him down <laughs> I was like I can't help it I love this little mustache <laughs> but um yeah, so my number seven is going to be defending Jacob. Uh, Brittany, we're back to you. What do you got for us? You know, I'm really torn because I don't want to accidentally steal somebody's. I'm just like, I'm over here vibing. I'm just like. Just five, um, girl. Just five. Yeah, just five. Uh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, can, I, can, I go ahead and, uh, can I go ahead and take Johnny Storm? Ah! as long as he's on the list i mean as long I, as he's on, 
As someone who owns a cat named Johnny Storm, he needs to be on the list. So I, I will let you have this one, Brittany. He made it. It makes it less stressful for me. <laughs> it takes me forever to watch certain movies uh, because I get really attached to the characters and the emotional trauma that some movies put me through with <laughs> characters. I'm like, I'm just like... Oh, can I actually watch this? The reason we drove was during Storm is because, you know, growing up, that's the first superhero movie I can think of was a Fantastic Four. And, you know, mm-hmm. growing up when you have, you know, Johnny Storm, you know, he's so fiery, he's so cocky, you know, he has fire powers. Because, you know, I mean, the, the whole, like, flame on thing was, like, the coolest shit to me as a kid. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, this is amazing. And it just fed into, like, that childhood dream of mine where you're like, you know, I wish I would get into an accident. You know, I wish <laughs> I would have <laughs> something. And, you know, he just came into it so naturally. And I think, you know, it's like, he was always supposed to be like, I'm the teenage heartthrob. Look at me kind of person. It's like, you know what? You just play your, like, most, like, cocky, kind of douchebag self. But, you know, he's still kind. He's still a hero. But he's cocky. You know, he really makes me think of uh, Star Lord in a lot of aspects. Because that cockiness, like, yes, I am the best. And it's like, but are you? Are you not really? <laughs> yeah, Star Lord is the worst. We hate him. Star Lord yeah. is the worst. Oh, <laughs> we can talk about that another time. Don't you oh, dare man. compare my Johnny Storm with Star Lord. I will fight you. <laughs> They're Star Lord haters, Brittany. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel attacked. No. Mm. <laughs> Star Lord uh, needed to make a better choice, and better I will never choice. forgive him for that. Never. Never. You feel like a preschool teacher. It's like you made bad choices today. Yeah, we're not proud of your choices you did today. You don't yeah. get a gold star. <laughs> you know, by the way, I figured out how to relate this back to Hannibal. Mm. <laughs> Let's you hear see, it. In the Fantastic Four movie, um, Mad Nicholson actually uh, he actually uh, auditioned, I think, for Mister Fantastic, but ultimately lost really? out. So in some yeah, in some aspect, we would have found Mad Nicholson, who played Hannibal, to be in a movie with Chris Evans. So see, I, I, it was a reach, but I got it. I you know how they do like the myself. seven. What is it like the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon or something like Brittany can do the seven degrees of like Hannibal Lecter. It's impressive, honestly. (laughs) Good job, Brittany. You figured it out. Thank you. Thank you. Um, But I want to say like, it's so funny because again, like we love Chris Evans as Captain America, obviously, but it's like, I feel as if some people forget that he played a superhero beforehand. And it's like, that was in the era of when Chris Evans was playing like really douchey characters. Yeah, <laughs> but I love John- and I know KJ, you got a lot to say about Johnny Storm, but I'm just going to say a few syllables before I pass it along to you. I <laughs> love the- okay. People hate on the fantastic four movies and yeah, yeah, like to be fair, they're a little dated at this point. You know, they're a little campy, a little corny. I went back and rewatched them. I was like, I'm still entertained. <laughs> I was like, I still like this. I mean, I love the Fantastic yes, Four movies. Yeah. I think they're great. I think they're yeah, great. Yeah, I think I I agree. I'm like, I sorry, Tia, you keep going, but I totally agree. I think they they were good for what they were for what they made them to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we still had the Stan Lee cameos, which were great. You know, um, I love the explanation of their 
uh, getting their powers. I love Johnny and his whole, I love how he was like this man whore and everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the best is in the second one where he's so mad that he, his powers are like, you know, fucking up and he, you know, gets the, the powers of the thing. And it's just, it's so funny. He's so good in that role. Um, so KJ, yes, I'll, I will let you take it away. And Jonna as well about Johnny Storm. Uh, well, I mean, I will say when, when Chris Evans was cast as Captain America, I was a little stressed about it um, <laughs> because, you know, I'm like, Johnny Storm is not Captain America. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> they cannot do this to us. Um, but once that so I had like the stressful time until I saw the Captain America movie, like, please don't be Johnny Storm. Please don't be Johnny Storm. Uh, and then I'm like, OK cool. You did it. You're Captain America. He's That's great. Yes, yeah. <laughs> right. And that was the thing. Like, this is what like really, you know, sort of like, I'm like, I, I love this guy. He can be anything, you know, but in his role as, as Johnny Storm, he did everything that everything that that character is. He, he played off the charming part, the, the kind of cocky part that he still loves his sisters, you know, and he still wants to do things that are right. And he's really smart, but you forget about that because of all of the other things that he has. Like at the end of the day, he's actually, he, he does belong on that team. He is a genius. He just isn't like a book nerd about it. Like, you know, he's like the cool nerd and you're like, man, I want to hang out with the cool nerd. Overpowers the nerd part. Yes, yes. And and so to like see what he did in that role. And you know, I mean, at at that point with 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 comic book movies, I mean, they were really kind of in their infancy. We you know, if you go back and watch it now, no, it's not the MCU. It's not even close. And is it much campier than what the the comic books were yes but that was their take at the time and and the version that they gave of us was entertaining so like you know I mean how can you not love this guy who's like instead of the other ones who are being tortured by the fact that their DNA has been altered and there's so much responsibility with this. And he's like, screw it. Look at this. I snapped my finger and I got fucking flames. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like as Brittany was saying, the fact that like he was like flame on, it's like you ate that shit up. And I guarantee yeah. today, if like that version of Fantastic Four was done today, they wouldn't have him say flame on or something no. like that. And it's like the fact that they were just so okay with doing shit like that back then. Yes. Um, I don't have the, and I'm sorry, John, I don't mean to uh, interrupt it, what your thoughts are on Johnny's story, but I was just going to say, there's so many things that I loved about those movies. Um, as someone who's not the biggest comic book reader, I will say that my only complaints really about those movies is I don't understand why Jessica Alba was wearing a wig. It's like you couldn't have just dyed her hair. And the right. wig in the second one is so like obvious that it's a wig. <laughs> so bad like what is happening there like uh, that's, yeah that's I my only real complaint uh, is the wig <laughs> and i know this seems now, so minuscule be- before uh jana if i can just say one more thing before we go to you i have this uh i mean i want to will this into reality that this will happen at some point during the mcu with with chris evans being done as Steve Rogers and with the multiverse opening up, 
I would just <laughs> love a moment where they're in some other like parallel universe or something is happening and Chris Evans shows up as Johnny Storm. Uh, yes. Do you know that was supposed but, to happen in Deadpool 2? Did you know apparently that was the thing that Ryan Reynolds wanted, you know, at the end when he's like killing his other selves and everything? Yeah. That like Johnny Storm was supposed to show up in that. They were going to have Chris Evans. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Ah! (laughs) I mean, like, I just feel like this would be such a perfect way for, there's no fan who wouldn't want Chris Evans back, but also we respect the Captain America, uh, you know, storyline. And so like, how fun would it be if you're sitting there watching this and all I don't it doesn't even need to be a full movie. He doesn't need to be in it very long. But it's just it's like ev- yeah. like everybody's like so confused. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man and everybody's so confused because it's that's not Captain America. That's Johnny Storm. Isn't you that, know, like, Steve? Yeah. No, if they, that's Johnny. Okay. If they like, brought, I'm not St- Steve. I'm Johnny Storm. And he like flames on and takes off. Listen, if they were this able to. Well, I was going to say, if they were able to bring Evan Peters in as, like, you know, not really Quicksilver, but, you know, a play on Quicksilver, and if they were able to bring in J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, why can't yeah. we get freaking Chris Evans as Johnny Storm? No. But Just how much fun would that be for him? Be like, great. we're going to bring oh. you back, and your cameo is not Steve Rogers from another timeline. Nope. You're freaking Johnny Storm. I love that. that. Oh, it would be brilliant. Oh, hey, that- Chris Evans, please do this. Thank you. But uh Jonna, what are your <laughs> thoughts of Johnny Storm? Um, I loved Johnny Storm. I mean, I loved the fan I, you know, I tend to be a person who loves movies that people think are shit. Me too. Um, it's okay. So, like, <laughs> like that movie was so bad. And I'm like, did you not watch it? Like it was such a good movie. Were we seeing a like, different movie? Yeah, like did we sit in different theaters or something? Like, but I mean it just the way Chris Evans played that role and like KJ said, like, yeah, Johnny Storm is smart, but he's cool at the same time. And your coolness factor always overshadows your smart factor, mm-hmm. like always. So when people think that you're cool, they automatically think that you're dumb. And it didn't help that he was also kind of like a slut a little bit. It's multifaceted. Many layers. Do you guys layers. remember in, uh, you know, I want to say the suicide squad because I'm referring to the 2016 version of Suicide Squad, but of course James Gunn had to make that, like, difficult for me to say thus is uh, not James Gunn's version, David yes, Ayer's yes. version of it. And when Harley Quinn says to Diablo, she's like, can you light a girl's cigarette? You know, that would be really classy. And it's like, that's exactly what Johnny Storm does. It's like, why yeah. Diablo looks, yeah. like, all, like, sullen about it? Johnny's like, here, yeah. I got your cigarette. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think Chris just played that role, just like, so well like and i mean of course he was in his douchebag character phase but you know he still played it like really really well and i love the fantastic four movies i'll probably watch them later today honestly because i you know what? I, I know i'm it. really feeling I it now those movies i thought they were so good and katie she's not here so she can't she can't de- like defend herself but she, she she's a not, hater she hates the fantastic hates them See, oh, I like, no. and I even They're like so the guy good. who played. I even like the guy who plays Doctor Doom in it. Like, I understand that you know, a uh, comic book purist probably didn't like his costume or whatever problem they had with that version of Doctor Doom. I don't know. Mm. I thought, I guess because I grew up with that, those were the versions of those characters for me. It's like yes. when I think of the Fantastic Four, I thought of 
them. Um, yes. Which is why when they did the new Fantastic Four, I was like, they all look like children. I was like, at least like these look like adults. Like you can, right. you know, conceive that they're scientists and everything. And then when they showed the cast for the 2015 version, I'm like, they all look like they're 12. <laughs> I just yeah. love, I loved that they got two of the people that I love the most to be Johnny Storm. They got Chris Evans being Johnny Storm, and then they and had Michael, Michael B. Jordan being Johnny Storm. And I was like, oh, yeah. That is the that. only good thing about that newer version is Michael B. Jordan. But the MCU it. saves everyone who was in Fantastic Four movies because he came out as Killmonger. And <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah Killmonger, Johnny Storm. Killmonger is the, clearly the better one. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's the winner, obviously. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I do sometimes, like, think about, you know, we had that that um, Marvel sizzle reel that came out not too long ago, and they just gave us that very brief little Fantastic Four logo, and I was alone, and I'm like, did that just happen? Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I should not be freaking out about a logo for one second as much as I am, but Johnny Storm, there's going to be another Johnny Storm. Like, well, like, like, gonna be Johnny Storm I mean, isn't way. that what we freaked about? Like, because uh, didn't they announce it? Dur- did they announce it during San Diego Comic Con like two years ago or something like that? Or, dur- or maybe it was the Marvel thing I'm thinking of, like the Disney thing where they were talking about the properties that they were coming. They announced like all the shows and everything. Yeah, I remember they were like. Yeah. And, and it's, like, so cool to know that that's on their mind because it's, like, ever since they acquired Fox, it's, like, oh, are they doing anything with these characters? And it's, like, yeah, they are. We're going to see Fantastic Right, War. and they're so, they're so important to, uh, you know, to, to Marvel and their history. They're, like, you know, they're the, the first family of Marvel, and we haven't seen them in so long, and they didn't get to be a part of the MCU. And uh, I'm sure that they are taking their time and getting this right because it's going to mean so much to the fans when we can actually have a Fantastic Four in the MCU. So the fact that they even just gave us that little logo for a second, I was like, it's real now. It's real. There's a sizzle reel, and that's a Fantastic Four logo, and it's happening. Like, I don't know how soon it's happening, but now it's happening. I am really excited to see who's going to play these characters, who's going to play Johnny Storm. I know a lot of people have a fan cast, and I'm like, I'm just going to sit back and wait. As long as as they don't look 12. As long as they don't look 12, then I'm okay with it. And as long as I get my Chris Evans, Johnny Storm cameo somewhere in the multiverse. Come on, Doctor Strange too. Come Come on. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Brittany, great Johnny Storm. As you can see, we are like geeking out about some Johnny Storm here. It was one of Chris Evans' like most iconic roles. So how could you not love it? Um, But Jonna, I'm going to go back to you for the number five slot. Ooh. uh... Okay. It's not number five in my heart, but it's definitely like a, a very good movie. Uh, Gifted? Yeah! Have you seen Gifted? I actually have not seen Gifted. That's probably oh, yeah. the only thing that I... You can still gush about it. You can still gush you about it. Yeah, we're here for it. We're oh, here for gosh. it. <laughs> so it's... You'll just love Chris Evans so much in it. Like, he just... His... I think it's his sister it's dies. His, yeah, it's his niece. And he ends up being the sole guardian of his niece. And it turns out that she's like gifted. Like she's really smart. And it's kind of like a Matilda, but like a more serious type thing. 
Yeah. Um, she doesn't have like telekinesis or anything like that, but she's just like <laughs> overly smart to be like five or six or however old she is. And like you just see like Chris Evans's character, and I can't, I think his name was Frank. Like you just see him struggling so hard with wanting to mm-hmm. be like this, you know, hot single man, but he has to be like a father figure to this little girl. And then her teacher, played by Jenny Slate, uh, Chris Evans' ex-girlfriend, for those of you who don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was a hot second thing, right? Okay. Yes, okay. it was. Uh, but she is the little girl's teacher, and she's, like, telling him, like, hey, like, you know, your niece is gifted, and she's really smart, and I think she should go to this, like, fancy school or whatever. And he was like, no, when my sister died, like, she wanted my niece to be a normal kid and, like, go to a normal school. And then... Like, you know, the uh, his mom comes and tries to take the daughter away and Octavia Spencer's in it. She plays the neighbor. And like, it just, it, 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 it you're on the verge of tears like the whole movie. He's, a, he's in this caretaker role that you've never seen him in before. And it's just really, it is beautiful to watch him yet play this character who was on, had a life that he real happy being like the single guy doing his thing. And then to like, realize like, I've, I've got to protect this child. I've got to make the best decisions for her. Um, it does. It's like, you're like that whole time. You're just like, just loves this little girl so much. And he's doing all the right things, even though everyone around him is telling him what he should be doing. Mm -hmm. He's trying to honor his sister. He's trying to honor this little girl in the best way. And there's a cat involved in this movie. I won't like spoil anything. The cat cat is very, very important uh, to the point that there, when we were watching this, there was a moment where my husband, uh, producer patches got up and left the room because he was like, I can't watch. I can't watch. I can't. And I'm like, no, come back, come back, come back. And it was the movie where he met his dog. Yes. I was just going to say that. They were filming. His real life dog. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when you watch Gifted, the the scenes that they are doing when he goes to the shelter, they actually film that in a shelter. And while he was there, he met his dog and was like, wasn't trying to adopt, but like Dodger was like, Chris Evans, you are my human. You're and- my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> right? And so I love that. It's, you have to watch it and just because so it's good. so beautiful. It's, it, yeah. And he just does such an amazing job playing that conflicted, like, I want to be this, you know, you know, hot boy summer type shit. And, <laughs> but he's like, no, I have, I have to be a dad. Yeah. And it's, like, it's hard to be, cause like I'm an auntie. So it's like, it's hard to that line where it's like, you're, uh, you know, you're the fun auntie uncle, but like, you have to be that authoritarian role with the kid as well. So he kind of struggles with that a lot too. Cause he wants to be fun uncle Frank, but he's got to be dad Frank, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it, I actually, I have actually seen this movie and I just didn't you, remember <laughs> Played it. I watched it with my mom. I heart. I, you know, it's been a really long time, but I remember my mom loves to watch sad movies that pull at your heart. And I'm like, Mom, I can't do this. And I always go, Well, I'll sit in here with you while you watch it. And then I end up watching the entire thing and crying like a big baby yeah. with my mom the entire time. This is a good movie, but you're right. It's like, you know, he's wanting you to play with lifestyle and he doesn't have time for a kid. And it's like, well, now you do. Now you do. You're a daddy now. 
and the little yes, girls' performance is really fantastic uh, as she, well. Makes they, me cry. Yeah, they really had uh, they had a good a, a really good chemistry on yeah. on screen. Their um their scenes are are very moving. You, and I mean, even their like interviews that they do, like when they were on like the press tour for the movie, like they just together, like you can just tell that she really looks up to Chris Evans as kind of not like a dad but like as like a cool uncle mm-hmm. and like they just have such a good time together and i just like i was just like oh my baby <laughs> it will bring so you good. like and all the tears it. it will bring you all the tears but it is it's a very it's a very moving film yes yeah i i've seen like the gifts and everything I, I think we talked about i live on tumblr so you know you type in chris evans and there's gifts of him so it's like i've seen those i just haven't seen the actual movie um ah, probably because Mom, I, we're all cat people here you got to watch the movie where chris I, evans <laughs> and little, has a little girl and a cat and a cat all right, all right. <laughs> real life dog in it like that i know that's i love that i think um i think that happened to john bernthal as well I think oh, the really? dog, yeah, I, I could have sworn that uh that happened in a role, probably in Daredevil with the dog and everything. Oh yeah. Um, you know, oh. so there you go. But um yes, love that. Uh I will definitely put on my list to watch. I'm sorry I haven't seen it. Um that's, uh, okay. <laughs> that's okay. So this is when we do the twelve days of Christmas in July. <laughs> we will have the list and we watch them together in order. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's a whole bunch of people like on Tuesday night, we're all watching, uh, we're all watching Gifted. And then, you know, people are chatting about it. It's, it, it's really fun. So yeah. it will be on the list. Of course. Awesome. This was like a good time. <laughs> oh, <man>. Brittany, you're <laughs> going to love it. So fun. We have a Christmas tree. It's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's. Oh, it's yeah. I've seen the tree. Like a logo for it, too. We have like a Christmas logo, and it's got like Chris, a little Chris Evans, like cartoon oh, on it. And one of our members in the Kind of Nerdy Network is actually making a Chris Evans tree skirt for us. I love it. Oh, oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> We're very serious, serious about Christmas. Is it, is it Patches? <laughs> is Patches? <laughs> no, it's not it Patches. Is not. Christmas in July is Patches' least favorite thing that I oh, do. He, yeah. <laughs> he hates it. We need to get a holiday for him to feel this passionate about. He has a, it's Saint, we call St. Patrick's Day here, St. Patches Day. Uh, he gets a tree. He has a tree for St. Patches Day. So I have a tree for Christmas in July. It's can, a thing. I, can I say really quickly about St. Patrick's Day? Um, yes. You know, my family is Italian American, right? But we celebrate St. Patrick's Day as if we're Irish. And the only reason, <laughs> and the only reason is because my grandmother's name is Patricia. So it's like for some <laughs> for some reason, and it's a tradition. My grandma makes uh, corned beef and cabbage. She makes Irish coffee. You know, she puts green everywhere, and it's like you would think we're yeah. Irish in that moment. So we too very much celebrate St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> we can all celebrate. Well, if you ever year. want to visit on St. Patrick's Day, know that it's St. Patrick's Day at our house. The tree will be up, and we all exchange green gifts so really? I love that. oh my gosh our nephews don't realize that this is not an actual thing like they are they're living their life thinking that everybody has a tree on saint patrick's oh, day and it. they exchange green they're gifts. gonna start asking it. their friends like so what do I you know. get and they're gonna be like what do you get for saint patch's day yeah. <laughs> Brittany, why don't That's we awesome. do things like this <laughs> I, I, i'm feeling because like you don't love me 
Because you don't. Oh. You need to stop your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get you're down to the nitty gritty. You're here. coming here in October. You may not have a place to sleep. <laughs> no, I'm sleeping. Don't take. I need a place, please. You know, I love you. Um, but KJ, let's move on to our number four spot. What do you got for us? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I had because I had Johnny Storm and I had uh, Gifted and uh, Defending Jacob and all the things I'm going to go because uh, this has got to be on the list, if for nothing else, for the sweater, Knives Out. Ah, the oh, sweater. yeah. Oh, freaking fantastic. Oh, my God. And Knives Out. And again, like, Played the role. The other day, with he my played mom. that role so well that you know, like he was. I mean, you're kind of like he's got to have something to do with it, right? But, but at the same time, then you're like, no. When they're sitting in that restaurant, I'm buying his shit there. Like, yeah. I'm believing he's. You're like, like he's a, like, oh. you're like he's a douchebag, but he's not a killer. <laughs> right, right. Oh, just um, so uh, oh, so, so much good. fun and. Again, you know, like when we first started watching, I'm like, there is not enough Chris Evans in this. Like, when are we going to get to the Chris Evans? But the way that they did it and the parts that he had leading up to where then he is this, like, becomes this bigger character in the story. You're like, yes, 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 yes. Like, this is what I wanted to see. But then you're also like, oh, crap. He's, oh, no, he's He's a terrible person. Uh, I'll tell. You, I knew he. I knew he did it from when he first stepped on onto the scene. I was like, he did it, one hundred percent. It was. Kinda, but I thought I knew, it was. I knew he did it. I, I thought it was way that, too obvious. Nope, I kind of felt it. that in the trailers when you saw the trailers and he's like, mm-hmm. eat shit, eat shit, eat shit, and you're yes. like, oh, I must be <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, but I think they did a good job of continuing to misdirect you, and he did a good job of playing that role where you're like, eh, he's probably capable. Nah, he's just a douchebag. Oh, he wouldn't even care that much to, much to kill someone. Like, there's just this, like, constant, like, mm, it seems too obvious, and then no, there's no way. Yeah, it was, he was fabulous. I love, well, also his name was Ransom in it, Ransom, so I feel right? like Ransom that was Drysdale. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love the sweater game that he was displaying on that, and I will say that, yes, while I was, like, really 100% convinced that he did it, there were small moments where I thought maybe he didn't do it just because he did seem as if he really just didn't care that much about his family. Right. So it's like, why would you go to this length? Um, exactly. And I really liked the exchanges between him and Ana de Armas. I love them yes. working together. Um, but his character really took this great turn where it's like he's just a douchebag to he is a killer because he went to try and go kill her. Like, yeah. he went to try and kill her. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, Chris Evans, what, what you doing? <laughs> what you right. doing? Right. Oh, no. This is but, getting really uncomfortable and bad, and I don't want you to do this. <laughs> honestly, like, that's one of my favorite scenes. Like, that whole thing. But, like, where he grabs the knife and tries to stab her, and then he keeps trying to stab her. Even He's like, wait. Going <laughs> to the thing. Yes. And then when she throws up in his face, I was like, oh, my God, that is the... Oh. He was just, <laughs> he was just like, oh, oh, my God. I was oh, saying that. What's happening? I love that movie, right? I really love that movie, but I hated that aspect of the movie because I get very queasy. Like, I tell people all the time, like, listen, I want to be like 
the best, you know, gal pal ever. But if we're out and you start yakking, I can't hold your hair. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like someone else is going to have to hold your hair for you because it ain't going to be me. So when that happened, I was like, vomiter. Are you really? Yes. If someone's throwing up around me, I'm like, oh, oh my God. I, like, I have to leave the room. Yeah, I have to leave. Me too. Or I'm going to vomit too. Like, it's, I, I can't do it. I have to like step aside and it's mm-hmm. like, all right. I'll check on you and and believe me, this yeah. is how I've had experience. My friend Cindy, we have been friends for like most of our life lives at this moment, and we have had plenty of moments where she's, you know, doing her business mm-hmm. because of, and I've had to walk out of the room and someone else has had to. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, I, don't think I, I am going to be a great support to you on the other side of the house. Brittany, yeah. I don't think yeah, I've ever had it. to do that with you. I don't know if you've ever put me in that position. So I thank you for that. Um, and maybe the time I got sick and then locked the door on you and you panicked because you're like, this bitch better not oh. die. And I'll be fucking Yeah, but see, I wasn't. I still wasn't holding your hair at that point because I was like, oh, I know. you're just like, please make sure you don't die. Exactly. But, you know, I always laugh because, you know, it's like, I'm from Arkansas, but I'm also my parents' only daughter. And so, you know, when they think, oh, she went to New York, big, scary place. They're always like, please don't get kidnapped. Please don't get murdered. And she's sitting <laughs> over here like, please don't make me have to deal with your parents. Yeah, but, I was like, please don't make me have to call your parents and say that you, like, died from alcohol poisoning in my, like, bathroom. <laughs> hey, we didn't say it was alcohol to you. Don't call me out like this. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, that that movie is great. Brittany, you need to see Knives Out. Next time you come here or go there, you I need know. to watch it. On, it's on Amazon Prime. I do have it's on Prime. Watch it. It's, it's, so, it's, it's so much fun. It's just a really great whodunit movie. And, I believe and the cast is all-star, dude. The yeah. cast is like beautiful. Isn't it, wasn't that one of Christopher Plummer's last roles? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he was fantastic. His relationship so with Ana de Armas' character oh. was so amazing. That's what made me the saddest in that. I was like, yes. that they couldn't have more scenes together. And I was like, why would you yeah. do this to us? God damn it, Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. And then you like find, then like, you know, the plot twist at the end when you find out how he died. And you're like, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Yeah, like that, I was talking like, about yes. that. Like, I'm sorry. This shit hurts. I don't like that. I was talking about that with my mom actually yesterday when because it's like you sit there and you're like wait he didn't need to oh oh no I know it like breaks your heart oh it broke my heart yeah I don't know but Knives Out is great Chris Evans in that is amazing his sweater game how snarky he is um yeah that whole thing was so good Uh, did you see that he got his dog one of those sweaters Yes, I did. It was so good. (laughs) It's like, who decided this? Like, Ryan Johnson, I want to know what the process was where he's like, all right, we're going to have Chris Evans come in. He's like really bulky and everything because he just finished doing like Captain America. But I'm going to put him in like the cuddliest, warmest sweater ever. (laughs) He knew what he was doing. (laughs) He definitely knew what he was doing with that freaking movie. Every single woman who loves Chris Evans is going to see this trailer and that sweater. And they're going to be like, I'm watching that movie. Yep. For no other reason. Pat just didn't even really want to see it. He's not big about going to theaters. He likes 
to watch things at home. And I went and watched it by myself because I was like, no, that is Chris Evans and he is in a sweater. I also saw that. Then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't I see I saw that at home. I saw it much later after it came out, like came and went in theaters and everything. And I was not disappointed, but I'm kind of like Patches. I'm not the biggest theater goer. Like I can wait. Um, Like Mm -hmm. the other day I went and saw A Quiet Place Part 2. And that was the first time I've been to the theater since Spider-Man Far From Home. So it's like... Yeah, <laughs> wow. yeah. So it's it's been I a miss long the movie time. Theater so much. yeah, I miss can, I miss going well, to the theater. Can I tell you really quick? I kind of don't. I went there and I was like, "This is why I don't like going." Because I go there and it's like, "Have you guys seen A Quiet Place?" Or even like the first no, but I never will because I don't like to be scared. Like scary movies. Yeah, well, we're yeah. yeah we're wimps. And I'm not really a scary movie person either. It's just like, it was my boyfriend's birthday. We wanted to do something, you know, we had seen the first one, but, um, you know, the whole movie's like very tense. It's very quiet, obviously. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Quiet and it's like, you have, like, there was three groups of people like, and then there was this person right next to us, like on their phone with their bright ass light. And I was like, I remember why I hate coming to the movies because now I can't uh-huh. concentrate on that. I'm concentrating on these people with their freaking conversation and everything. What are you talking about? Like, that's <laughs> don't come to the theater. If you're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I really, I really only like to go to the movies. I mean, Knives Out was a little bit different, but I, I do enjoy the experience of when, like, one of the Marvel movie come when they come out and oh, that, yeah. that like experience. when it's it's an experience. experience to watch it with other people. And I haven't been in a situation with a Marvel movie where anyone was really talking, um, except for you know when when Cap got the hammer and Jada oh. Jada oh. screamed in the theater. Okay, look. Screamed in well, the that, That's understandable. Let it go. She screamed. Look. That is so hot. <laughs> yeah, the whole theater lost it Look. because they all heard her. Look. That is so hot. This is what happened. Okay, <laughs> he got the hammer, and everyone was screaming and cheering, and like it was just so fantastic. I was like, "Oh yes, this is great." And then he started whooping Thanos's ass, and I was like, "Yes, whoop his ass." I was like, "This is so hot," and then. But that was the, at that moment where I was saying that the whole theater had gotten quiet and I thought that it was still going to be loud. And then everyone heard me and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, oh, okay. I have to leave now. I think it's dark in here. I was like, man, I wish somebody was recording this on their phone right no. now. Like, this would be one of the best reaction videos. That was a hot scene. I don't know what any. Don't let anyone tell you different. When Cap got that hammer and was oh. beating up Thanos, that shit had me going. Okay, <laughs> Listen, the Marvel movies are completely different. Like when I saw yeah. in, when I saw Infinity War and Thor's, you know, blasting down into Wakanda, the whole entire theater was like, ah, you know, just like yeah. going crazy. And then in Endgame, when the portals started, when Cap, you know, freaking yes. lifted Mjolnir, we all were like, uh-huh. yeah, yes, yes. So it's like this yes. different yeah. office. No, yeah. My, one last thing is that um so i got to see endgame right like before it came to the masses you know i was Mm -hmm. able fortunately to go see with other press people so you know everyone's like really intent on watching it and we're cheering when it's appropriate to cheer but then i went and Mm -hmm. saw endgame 
when it came out for everyone. And the one thing though, is like, I got to the theater, right? We're all sitting there and there's like this couple, a few rows in front. And right before the movie starts, the guy like turns to her and he's like, so I know that you've not seen one Marvel movie, but it's okay. I'll explain everything as it goes. And I was like, no, what do you mean you're no, going to explain everything right now? Oh, you will not. <laughs> no, 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 she won't. I just watched this uh, TikTok the other day and this girl, she was like crying or whatever. And she's like, so I just had to stop talking to this guy because they went and saw, I don't know, I think it was like Guardians of the Galaxy or something like that. Or like she was watching it with them. Yeah. And he was like, why is there a tree? Why is this? Why is that? She was like, that's group. What are you talking about? She was like, so she was like, so I had to stop talking to that guy because he just wasn't understanding the way that I was feeling in the movie. And I was like, I get that. Girl. I get that. I get that. Girl. It's understandable. Oh man. I, I can't wait to see another Marvel movie in the theater. I will say it. Black Widow. Dang. It's coming. It's coming out. I know. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little torn. Uh, Jonna, we may have to figure it out because uh, PopCon is the weekend that Black Widow comes out. It's our Ooh. first con and, and we're doing our the TV show live and all this stuff. But I'm like, but we have to see Black Widow. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have to. We do. We're going to have to figure that out. Gonna You're going to have to squeeze it in at some point. You're Maybe if, if we can plan ahead, which is not something we're very good at. The worst at. We're the, terrible at it. Uh, <laughs> But maybe Black Widow will uh, motivate us enough to plan ahead that we could go see it on Thursday. Okay. So then we get to awesome. talk about it at PopCon. Yeah. Uh, just let me know because I might have to work Thursday. No, you will take Thursday. You'll take off. Right okay. It's a holiday. I'm off. already taking off for all of PopCon. <laughs> yeah. yep. like, oh, PopCon, off. Yep. And now you're Who taking Thursday money? off. Got it. Anyway. Yeah. I got two jobs. <laughs> we can figure <laughs> out our schedules and how we're going to see Black Widow another time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. We're, 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 we're going to do that now. Um, this is the perfect. <laughs> so, Everybody pull up your out. Google calendar. I got the calendar ready. Tia might be here for PopCon, so she also has to go with us to see Black Widow. So, oh, that's know. true. That's true. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it because I have a bridal shower that I need to go to that weekend, but we could talk about that but um what you calls it so i think we are up to number three it's my turn um and i'm going to pick a role that i don't hear a lot of people talking about but i feel as if it's truly one of chris evans like best roles and it's going to be of mike weiss from puncture um, I don't know if you guys I have ever seen, seen Puncture. I haven't. No. no. See, I'll it's get, so obscure. Put that in the <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, like, really quick, just to explain it, um, Puncture is based on uh, a true story. It's all about uh, this whole controversy of back in the day when the rise of HIV was very high and uh, nurses and doctors were getting it from patients when, you know, they were getting stuck by their needles and everything. Um, there's a company that made uh, syringes that were one-time use where literally it would poke and then retract in. So it was supposed to be a safety thing, but because it costs literally like 30 cents more than the regular hospitals weren't using it. So this, the movie follows a nurse who unfortunately contracts HIV through uh, sticking a patient and then the patient, you know, writhing around and it hitting her. And we get uh, Chris Evans as Mike, uh, who is a lawyer, who is a great yeah. lawyer, but 
He is a massive drug addict. You see Chris Evans take a lot of drugs in this freaking movie. Oh, um, dear. And wow. so it's like, so it's this whole movie of him combating his drug addiction with desperately trying to help this woman because he becomes very like involved in it where you know even his business partner saying like this is not a winning battle we're going up against hospitals and organizations that do not want to do it and he's like but this will save lives and we need to desperately save lives and there's just so many great roles he like goes and speaks with someone at some point and it's like he's all into it and all of a sudden he's like nose starts bleeding and everything and the woman's like you know she knows obviously he's abusing things you know he's overdosing a thousand times in the freaking movie he's also shirtless a thousand freaking times with a bunch of tattoos everywhere you know so you know (laughs) so it's like real life okay yeah without the drugs without the drugs that part we're just we're focusing on the other that part but yeah i really really enjoy this role of his it's a very serious role i think chris evans plays this character really well and i it's not something i've seen him do before playing this like really conflicted drug addict who is trying to balance his life and honestly kind of failing uh you can look up what happened to the real life mike west i won't tell you what happened to story it is a true story. It's based on a true oh. story. This guy actually existed. Um, and this is a real case. And I won't tell you what happened to Mike. You can look that up, what happens to Chris Evans in the movie. Um, it's sad. But <laughs> it's a really <laughs> no, good thanks. movie. <laughs> My guess is that he dies. I can't watch Chris Evans die. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it. I can't watch Chris Evans die. Well, I, I, all right. It, the movie did come out like, over 10 years ago so spoiler alert yes he does die towards the end of the movie he overdoses yeah, and dies is. unfortunately um but it's still a really fantastic movie Great story. He... <laughs> sorry Brittany. cool story bro but i really 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 suggest watching it because it's a really good movie he's so intense in it and it's it's just you feel bad for this guy because it's like his life is a mess he's a mess but he's really trying to do the right thing here when everyone tells him to just stop fighting against it and to me i find things like that so interesting because it is a real life thing and it is unfortunate not to get to like super serious right now but it is very unfortunate that hospitals aren't using things like this because it could save a shit ton of people um so I did really like that aspect of it. So that's Puncture. Um, I'm sorry you guys haven't seen it. I will hound you now to put it on your 12 days of Christmas, even though it's super depressing. We are not putting the Chris Evans guys of drug overdose movie and the 12 days of Christmas. I'm the one who makes the list. Not a so list. Are, you, are you the one yeah. who makes the list? Listen, I'm the I'm, one who makes the list. I'm going to find a picture and I'm going to send it to you guys and everything. I don't know if you want to comment on the movie or we can move on to the next one since you guys haven't seen it, but I'm finding a freaking picture right now and sending a a very, a very good reason as to why you guys should see this freaking movie. But um, I will say Jonna has to go pretty soon. So I don't want her to miss the, I don't want her to miss what we're leading up to. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Perfect. So uh, Brittany, let's move back to you for the number two spot. I'm gonna go with, and I'll make a real quick. I'm gonna go Snowpiercer. 
Oh, yes. you're Snow oh, I loved it. Yes. yes. Oh, it was so good. You know, I, I put it off for so long because, you know, kind of like, you know, when Tia was first telling me about Slip Britney, I know what you're going to think. It takes place on a train. They're in the back <laughs> of the train. They're getting into the front of the train, but trust me, trust <laughs> me, it's a great movie. And I remember, uh, Tia, we watched it the last time I was in New York, right? Yes, we did. And we did. And I was sitting there, and I was like, oh, this is good. This is really good. Like, everything matches up. This all makes sense, you know, the, the post-apocalyptic feel, you know, the, the fact that the super wealthy live up to the front, you know, they're living so good. Um, you know, Curtis's character, you know, oftentimes when we get a, a hero, there's nothing wrong with them. And, you know, it's like Captain America has his flaws, but he's not super flawed he's kind of like he he does things to a flaw but with him you know going back and it's like yes you know i'm you know trying to be the leader i don't want to be the leader but i'm trying to take care of people i'm trying to be that person i'm trying to sacrifice everything and i sit there and i'm like he's great there's nothing wrong with him and then you learn what he's done in the movie and the past and you go mm-hmm. oh that's pretty that's pretty awful and you almost sit there like Sorry, I just shut John is distracted by the picture he had just sent us. Sorry, <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> no, what a babe. I, that, that's a good reason to be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> we already know. Uh, but uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Brittany. Oh, no, it's just like, you know, we do have a lot with them where you're like, he's amazing, there's nothing wrong with that amazing thing, you know. That's pretty much the wrong. I don't know how to feel about that one. And I don't know. He just, he was very attractive, very mm-hmm. straightforward. And it was like almost he felt like Captain America again, except with a much worse past. Oh, I, yes. Yes. I love Snowpiercer. Um, I really like Bong Joon Ho as a director. Uh, this was his first English speaking movie. I love the, and, and I eventually grew to love the concept. At first, the concept seemed a little strange to me, mm-hmm. but I ended up really loving it. Loved Chris Evans' character, his uh, journey, his story, um, how you know he felt, what he had to do in the past, his regrets. Um, so many fantastic action scenes when he's staring at the other guy from the other side of the train and he's aiming the gun and everything. Just so good. Such a fantastic movie. Um, Jana and KJ, what do you think about Snowpiercer before we move on to the number mm-hmm. one spot <laughs> i loved i katie told me to watch it she was like it's chris evans on a train and i was like well i mean i love chris evans but i don't want to watch <laughs> <laughs> it's train. right it it's a stupid. weird it's a weird it's, concept it's such a weird yeah. concept it's like who pitched this yeah to the company it was yeah. like hey let's put all, the world ends right but they're on a train okay? for 17 years <laughs> yeah and yes. like it just but you i mean obviously i didn't I went into it. I didn't see a preview or anything for it because I watched it like so much later than when it came out. And I was like, oh, obviously Chris Evans is going to be like, you know, the main character, but probably a more affluent character. And he wasn't like he was just in the back of the train and he was like, fuck this. We're going to the front. Okay? <laughs> and I was like, do it. But it yeah. was just, it was so heartbreaking to see all the characters who were like, 
we're going to the front and they like most of them die and then mm-hmm. uh, spoiler chris evans also dies which <laughs> very sad about that shit and gets his arm freaking cut off and everything yeah, although it was yeah. more of like a journey for him because he was so regretful about not sacrificing mm-hmm. one of his limbs so it almost became full circle for him so i yes. did you know yeah um i, I think that's sorry, one God. of his most iconic roles i would say i I loved Snowpiercer. I mean, as gritty and uncomfortable as it made you, like it was a very good movie. Which yeah, I, I do remember watching it going, if if this was not Chris Evans right now, I would not be watching this movie because mm-hmm. I am so uncomfortable. Like this is just like, uh, it, it just, but it, I mean, the message was important, right? There's so many, there's so much about it that it's like, yeah, this is, you know, garbage the way that, that we have these classes and the way, that we're uh, so the world ended and we're still being shitty and having classes like what the yeah. hell? which is, I mean, it, it's very much God. a bong joon ho theme all of his movies have to do with something like classism elitism things like that mm-hmm. just always done in a very peculiar way which you know makes this super entertaining um which is another reason why i don't know how i feel about the show snowpiercer it takes place yeah, about 10 years it takes place 10 years prior and there's not one single mention of Curtis. And I'm like, where's Curtis in this, you know, like right. going yeah. back to seven. So, right. But, um, Brittany, I love that role. You know, I do. Um, no, I know you do. It's one of my favorite Chris Evans roles. It's one of my favorite Chris Evans roles of all time. He does such a fantastic job. Um, we are down to the number one of the top 10, as I always do. I like to lead up to the number one and everything. So number 10, we have Not Another Teen Movie. Number nine, we have The Perfect Score. Number eight, we have The Losers. Number seven, we have Defending Jacob. Number six, we have Fantastic Four. Number five, we have Gifted. Number four, we have Knives Out. Number three, we have Puncture. Number two, we have Snowpiercer. And Jana, you are closing out our top 10 here. What do you got for us? Let's hear it. <laughs> Okay, well, I have to go with the obvious pick, Captain America. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. But uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Captain America. Yeah, my absolute favorite (laughs) Captain America movie. Jonna, this is why you and me, man. You and me, like. (laughs) I loved, loved the Winter Soldier. I honestly, that's like my comfort movie now. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm just sitting at home, I'm like, mm, I'll just watch Winter Soldier again. It's fine. Like, it's I'm just, fine. it's so good. And I mean, just Chris Evans in that role, like, that whole elevator scene where he's like, before we get started, does anyone want to get out? And I was like, yo, <laughs> let me get out of the elevator really quick. Because, like, yeah. he was, oh, man, it was just so good. And then the whole, like, he's like, Bucky? Like he's just so shook and he cannot kill his best friend. And I was just like, oh my God, I can't deal with this. It's so so good. I love that movie so much. I love that movie. The Winter Soldier, I still put it as my number one MCU uh MCU film. I know like I love Infinity War, I love Endgame. There's so many that I love, but at the end of the day, I have to put Winter Soldier there. It is so good. It's a grittier thing we see uh captain america he's less like a fish out of water you know even though he's still so new to this world he's adjusting a lot better than i think he did in the first adventures um i love it so many iconic scenes in the freaking beginning you know on your left 
Uh, yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. And then when that comes full circle, right? And end day, you're like, ah. I love that it. scene where he's running from Shield and he's on his motorcycle and he just jumps the barrier. Like he jumps off the motorcycle to like get onto the thing and then he just hops back on it like nothing happened. I'm like, he's <laughs> such an he's, icon. Yeah. He's so badass in that him like demanding yes. fury, like telling the truth. He's angry at Natasha. You know, yeah. he's angry at Shannon. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh, it's he's so good. So good. Well, I think he like, you know, he figured out he's like, well, screw it. I didn't ask to be frozen and wake up all these years later and have all this, this, all this garbage is still going on like screw all this you know I mean, no. it, just, it, it really was exciting to see him that way and I for me and I mean I didn't I didn't have a lot of access to comic books when I was younger but I did have Captain America and so you know I mean just sometimes I think about like the entire MCU and I'm like man if Captain America wasn't your favorite character you didn't have as good of an experience as I did because this whole MCU was like, especially when you got to Endgame, this was like an ode to Captain America. Oh, I mean, yeah. everything was about, and I remember um, Joss Whedon specifically saying when they were doing the Avengers, like we are going to watch the world of the Avengers through Captain America's eyes. Uh, That's right. the beauty of this is that he is out of time, a man out of time and he can be confused with what's happening and he can be conflicted about like what this, what is good and what is not. And, and they really carried that through every single movie is that Captain America was the heart of this thing yes. um, and, and, and kept everybody going to where in Endgame it was like, yes, we are celebrating Captain America. He's getting everything. He's getting the freaking hammer. He's getting back with Peggy. Like he is getting, he, you know, like he's getting everything because from the very beginning, this is the guy that that deserved it. And can no. I tell you? Oh, I'm no, sorry, Jenna. No, huh. no, no. Well, I was gonna say like I think like I love Winter Soldier Cap, but I also love Infinity War Cap. Like he was just such a he was like, I'm not putting up with anybody's shit anymore. What did he like, say? He was like what? he was like, I'm not asking forgiveness and I'm done asking permission. I was like, Yes, I was like, Yeah, yeah you know, okay. <laughs> and his la- and you know, his language was like so much more like a little bit, you know, not Captain esque. And I was like, Okay, we're getting that uh, way out here. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Tia, there's this guy who's like been flirting with me for a while and he hates Captain America. No. Hates hates Mm-mm. cap and i was like i we oh. can't even be friends because you hate captain america like that is my oh, number man. one superhero flag. Like, right yeah flag. He, he likes batman and like venom and i was like ew gross yeah he's making bad choices <laughs> yeah for but, sure uh, like but chris evans as captain america just in any movie but especially like infinity war and um winter soldier just you just see him turning from this goody two shoes i don't know what the hell is going on to you know what forget it i'm gonna do whatever i want but it's gonna be for the greater good yeah cap has always been like that where it's like how could you think that he wouldn't go against sokovian accords it's like he you know believes in you know goodness but not in the way that it's done today or with you know all right. these like you know bullshit pretty much i love the winter soldier version of cat there's so many iconic scenes in that when natasha's like 
uh, public displays of affections make people uncomfortable. He's like, yes, they do. And she's yes, like, kiss do. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah, I feel uncomfortable. And I just love so much of that shit. But uh, Brittany. And I took that personally. And I took that personally. <laughs> Brittany, uh, what do you think about Captain America, specifically the Winter Soldier cat? Which, by the way, hang on, before I go to you, Brittany and I also do have a, a crush in that freaking movie as well. We are big fans of Frank Grillo, uh, Crossbow. Yes, so we are. that that fight scene between them two on the elevator. Chef's mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right there. That was so good. But go no, ahead, Brittany. Um, I, I was going to say, I love that movie especially. I know Tia said, I think this is your favorite Marvel movie, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's my, it's my number one. And even, like, there was a hot mm-hmm. second where, you know, I obviously put, like, Infinity War and Endgame up there because, you know, and it's um, they're still, like, in the top five. But I have to be honest with myself and say that Winter Soldier is still the best one. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't know. Is it unanimous here? Do we all agree Winter Soldier is the best? It's <laughs> pretty, yeah, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I love getting to see that grittier version of Captain America. Because it's like, you already love him. But, you know, there's a whole, I was, when I went on my float trip yesterday, my friend Hannah was like, oh, you know, in Falcon um, and the Winter Soldier, you know, you know, he did that to the shield because I'm trying to avoid spoilers or anything. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, do you not think Captain America's killed people? She goes, yeah, but not like that. And I was like, he literally yeah, like, th- I think he like threw soldier. someone in the propellers of the plane and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He did. We blocked that out, guys. We blocked <laughs> that out. <laughs> and I was just like, I said, you, you know, he's killed people. And she goes, yeah, but that was different. I'm like, I get that. I see you, but I mean, this guy is a World War II soldier. Brittany, you're breaking up there. Can you hear me now? No, yes. I can hear you. <laughs> All right. You know what's funny is uh, I'm on the Wi-Fi and I'm right next to the router. What's up with that? It sounds what? like you're like occasionally just run to the other side of the room and yell yeah. for a little bit. And then you come back. <laughs> What's it called when you join the military, but you're like, I, I'm a peaceful, oh, wait, when you get drafted, and you're like peaceful, and you don't want to kill people, so you end up being something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor was called, but never once did we see that Captain America tried to do that. He was like, yeah, I want to go to war. So I'm kind of like sitting there, I'm like, this man's killed people. Don't Steve treat Ro- him Steve like. Steve Rogers used a gun in the first Avengers, um, so he definitely. He's not that man. He's not that man, but um. Really quick before we continue, Jana, I believe that you need to probably hop off or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, know how long it takes work. to get to work. I don't want you to be late or anything. But you just say yeah. that Tia from the top 10 uh, held you up. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> I, I already texted my manager and I was like, I'm probably going to be late. Just FYI, because I, st- I haven't even brushed my teeth or anything yet. Oh so my like- gosh, go brush your teeth, woman. Get to work. <laughs> but I want to I talk about Chris Evans. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris Evans. But Jana, well, and- we love you. I'm so happy that you're able to join on the top 10. Uh, if you want to really quick plug yourself and let everyone know where they can find you. 
Uh, you can find me at kindofnerdygirls.com with KJ, or you can follow me on Instagram, inst- not Instagram. Yeah, you're on Instagram. I am on Instagram at it's Jana underscore, and then on Twitter at underscore it's Jana underscore. Um, I would like to put in my uh, honorable mention yep. for uh, Chris Evans, uh, Push. I don't know if yes! you guys have seen it. Push is so good. Katie told me, she was like, Jonathan, it's not. She's like, it's not a good movie. I was like, that is a fantastic movie. I love Chris Push. Evans. You got Dakota Fanning. Like, come on. Like, what yes, What do you mean? Stole. And yeah, Corey like, Stoll's in it. Yeah. Really, oh my God, it's such a really quick good movie. Um, for us at GVN, Juwan and I did a like throwback Thursday review of Push like a year ago, and it's still the highest performing freaking video on this YouTube like channel. People nice. love Push. It like it's Push good. is great. It's I don't get where where the, where the disconnect from. was with it. it should have had another movie. It should have. I mean, it, it it's that good. It, I loved it. I put it in the 12 days of Christmas last year (laughs) and like, and it's so, it's so weird because me and KJ talk about all the time, like stuff that brings you like comfort, I guess that you can like fall asleep to. Like, I love this so much that I've seen it enough that I can fall asleep during the 12 days of Christmas. Like I turned on push and I fell asleep because I was just like, yes, but I love, but I've seen it so many times and I just love, and just Chris Evans voice just put me right to sleep. I was like, ah, yes, thank you. I love it so much. So yeah, that's my honorable mention for push. And then follow the kind of nerdy girls on Twitter and join the Facebook group of the kind of nerdy network. Thank you so much. Thanks, Donna. Donna. Thank you. All, right. Bye, guys. All right. Go Bye. sell some love sacks. I'm going to try. <laughs> uh Brittany, while we're on the you know theme of honorable mentions do you got any for yes. us um i you know i have let's see i have push on there i had um let me see here um oh lucas lee from scott pilgrim oh yeah that I I, those that. eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> uh, I sat there and went to, I had never seen it until Tia and she was just like I have a movie for you and I was like <laughs> it's just all those eyebrows I think it's hilarious yes. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, KJ do you have any uh, honorable mentions for us today I do um, the movie did you guys see the movie before we go it is Chris's uh, directorial debut Uh, I highly recommend it. It is, um, it is, a it is not a romantic comedy, which kind of what is what I thought it was at first. It's more of a romantic drama. Mm -hmm. Um, just a very interesting, uh, two, two people who are in very different places in their lives, but very much drawn to each other and the conflict that comes from a relationship that they want to have, but maybe shouldn't have. Um, I, I just thought he, he really did a fantastic job, um, you know, and and maybe because I I was proud of him and wanted to cheer him on in this in this movie because it was taking a step behind the camera, um, but just a really good story that doesn't quite um, it's it's a little more realistic uh, look at life and how um, messy relationships can get, um, and and it starts with just like one night that wasn't supposed to happen and then the ramifications of that and how things get complicated. Um, it's a, it's a really, really good watch and, uh, very, um, you know, he, he gives a very emotional, um, performance and it will make you, 
It will make you sad. It will make you angry. It makes you cheer for them. Then it makes you go, I, you guys should not be together. Like, it's just like, it has you like all over, over the place, but a great job, um, both on camera and, and behind the scenes. So that's my honorable mention. Nice. I'll have to definitely check it out. Um, my honorable mention, the movie itself isn't really that great. I'll be honest with you, but I liked his performance in it and it's called the Iceman. I'm not sure if you uh, ever oh, heard I haven't that. seen that. Yeah, it's um, I, he's not the lead in it. Um, the freaking lead is Michael Shannon. Um, but Chris Evans plays essentially a contract killer, but kind of I want to say a a bit of a more dangerous version of Jensen. Still like this okay. kind of like playfulness kind of thing. He has really long hair in like the first oh, half God. of it. Yeah, it's like so trippy to see but his performance is pretty good so again the movie isn't say like that necessarily great but I definitely recommend it for Chris Evans but yeah I think we did an amazing job with our top 10 uh, who, who doesn't want to celebrate some Chris Evans here um, right well, and I think like if you look at like the theme and all of these movies and it really um uh what struck me especially being someone who loved captain america as like that was my first hero um as a very young child and so there was this i needed an actor to come into that role for me that was going to respect it and take it as seriously and be as committed to it um and i don't think there was anyone better for it like it's, i i I enjoyed Chris Evans' career before and then just like really, really loved the fact that he he didn't want to be Captain America because he knew what it was going to take. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what made him so um, so good at it. But all of us uh, celebrating all of these movies, you know, it's like every every single time that he does something, he he really brings the performance that that elevates everyone around him and that's what I think is so beautiful about him and all you know and it helps that he's a beautiful human being off the screen as well you could so. definitely tell that which is so great and I was going to say like just to echo what you said I was a fan of his before he got the Captain America role um but I am happy that he got Captain America because people now are more aware of him so now that we see his career after Steve Rogers um, you know, it's just such a beautiful career. I really love it. Um, and what I really love is the fact that you and John, I were able to join Brittany and I for today's top 10. Uh, I'm sorry that producer patches couldn't be with us. Please tell him that we missed him, but uh, honestly, he would have been here like poo pooing everything. That we oh, were okay, doing. good. <laughs> 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 then, um, <you> know. <laughs> but uh, KJ, before we wrap up today and everything, I know Jonna gave you guys a shout out, but and I know I gave you a shout out beforehand, but you know, we need people to definitely get hip to the kind of nerdy girls network. So why don't you give us another plug here? Well, thank you. Yeah, it is. Um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it was a community created um, honestly, because as a child, I didn't have anyone around me who loved Captain America, didn't have anyone who understood why I wanted to be Princess Leia so bad. And I really wanted to create something that was 
a safe, fun environment. So we, um, we uh, say of the kind of nerdy girls, you can't be kind of nerdy without being kind first. So everyone who is at our, our group comes to it with an appreciation for nerddom and a, and a desire to be kind to each other as we approach it. Um, I'm very fortunate to be surrounded by a bunch of women who are incredibly talented and very funny. Um, so if you are looking for a show that is more about feeling like you're hanging out with your friends, uh, we are that. So uh, we welcome you to join the group, uh, the Kind of Nerdy Network on Facebook. In addition to our regular shows, I do a lot of interviews with celebrities. So I just uh, uh, recently talked to John Schneider and he said, all the right things about Smallville, which made me so, so happy. Um, one of the few DC things that I do celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we talked to him. I had Tiffany uh, from the 80s on the other day, and I fangirled out so much with her. Um, so celebrity interviews, a community of really fun nerds, and you can find everything. Um, our shows, our Facebook group, all the things, uh, just go to kindofnerdynetwork.com. Awesome. Please, everyone, make sure that you check that out. I hope to be on this Tuesday. Um, yay! Yay! Um, Brittany, please let everyone know where they can find you. I know that you have been busting your ass recently and everything, so please let everyone know where they can find you, what you got going on next. I was going to say, you can always find me on Twitch at Itty Bitty Brit. Um, I'm probably going to play Little Nightmares tonight, which, you know, it's Sunday now, but I'll probably be playing it for the next few streams and playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, which is uh, an MMO. But, well, no, I've had a really good time. Uh, I did hit 2,000 followers that I was really excited about. Congratulations! And, oh, <laughs> so I'm very excited and um, hoping to get a lot more consistent again now that uh, I'm out of college for the summer. But I did do my double internships and uh, the whole working for parents thing. So I'm like, must get back to consistency. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited because uh, Arkansas Comic Con is back on again. And so hopefully I can do my uh, my Gerudo Link cosplay. I just, I don't Yay! know. I, I, I'm very, very excited. I'm ready to get back to, uh, I don't know some normalcy within my own life yes, yes. it's exciting to have the cons back if you if tia if you don't mind i'm so terrible at promoting things but if you don't mind speaking of cons can i give a little plug to popcon here in Absolutely, Indianapolis? please yes of course uh, uh july 9th through the 11th popcon it is a, a actual convention that is run by fans for fans so um of all of the cons that i have been to around the world uh it, it even though it's in my backyard it is one of my favorites, and I highly recommend that you have the experience. Um, in addition, this year, uh, I have a show that the, our, our Kickstarter to get a full season on TV kicks off next Saturday, the 12th, and it's called Paranormal Crossroad, and it will be the first time ever at PopCon, and I think any convention that a Paranormal TV show will be live will be recording, do, showing evidence, having our spirit medium on with us. So um, if you're if you're itching to go to a con and you're willing to travel, uh, come to Indianapolis July 9th through the 11th, uh, and you will have a wonderful fan experience. And you can find out all about that uh, by going to my personal website, which is kjontheair.com. Absolutely. Please, everyone, make sure that you check that out. 
Check out Brittany's streaming, her gaming channel on Twitch. She's a very dedicated streamer who spends lots of her time making sure that she entertains you all. Please make sure that you follow KJ because that is amazing to hear. I am so happy and proud of you. Um, And I wish I could go to PopCon this year, um, but if anything, next year. And you guys definitely have to come over to New York Comic Con as well. Yes, Um, yes. For us, please make sure that you're following Geek Vibes Nation. You can go to geekvibesnation.com. It has links to all of our social media platforms. Uh, please make sure that you are subscribed to our YouTube channel, um, Geek Vibes Podcast. Um, I just did a uh, interview with Tyler Maine, who plays Black Star on Jupiter's Legacy. Unfortunately, it got canceled, but there are rumors of a spinoff, and we could see his character come back for that. So that's very cool. As for me personally, you can make sure that you check me out on Twitter and Instagram, TC underscore Stark. Um, and Lady is making an appearance now, so say hi, Lady. You know, say goodbye to oh, everyone. <laughs> and Thank you all again. Please let us know what your favorite Chris Evans roles are, and we will see you later. Bye!